0: Hello there, good morning and welcome to this, the WP Builds Weekly WordPress News. This is episode number 122. It covers the WordPress news for the week commencing the 6th of July 2020, and it was published on Monday the 13th of July 2020. Before we get stuck into the news, the usual bits of housekeeping, I'm encouraging you to go over to WPBuilds.com and over there you'll find everything that we produce. We produce a podcast every Thursday, so look out for that, but we also produce this news that you're listening to now and at 2pm UK time on a Monday. We do a live version of this news and this week I will be joined by Paul Lacey, Bernard Grinot and Swahili M from the Blog Vault team. So that's live 2 p.m. UK time at wpbuilds.com forward slash live or just join us in our Facebook group at wpbuilds.com forward slash Facebook. It's a really nice pleasant place to be. You can join that group though if you want to find a link to it by going to wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe. You'll also be able to sign up to some newsletters which alert you to deals and the content that we produce And it's also got things like how to subscribe to us on your favourite podcast player, Twitter feed and all of that good stuff. Also, I'd encourage you to go to wpbuilds.com forward slash deals. That's, as I say each week, a bit like Black Friday, but every day of the week, it's a ton of WordPress deals. Plugin authors and theme authors have reached out to us and given us coupon codes. So go and check it out if you're in the market. You never know, you might find something. You can search and filter and see what's there. The other one is to say that this Tuesday, as I've been doing for the last few weeks, and I'll be doing for the next few weeks, I'm speaking live with Sabrina Zidane. We're talking about how to take your plugin from 0 to 10k installs. It's a really interesting series. We're going through piece by piece, kind of making it up as we go along, see what things tripped us up and see what things were successful as we try to launch our respective plugins. In my case, AB Split Test and in Sabrina's case, SpeedGuard. So that's live on Tuesday, 2 p.m. UK time. Keep your eyes on the WP Builds Facebook group, and there'll be posts in there. If you want to share about that, I'd be really appreciative. If you want to just share about the podcast in general or WP Builds in general, I would really appreciate that as well. Use the hashtag #WPBuilds or at @WPBuilds as well. The WP Builds podcast was brought to you today by Kinster. Are you tired of unreliable or slow hosting? If so, check out Kinsta who takes managed WordPress hosting to the next level, powered by the Google Cloud Platform. All their plans include PHP seven, SSH and twenty four seven expert support. You can try a demo for free, it's sixty days at Kinstar.com. And by AB Split Test, Do you want to set up your A-B split tests in record time, like in a couple of minutes? Use your existing pages and test anything against anything else. Buttons, images, headers, rows, really anything. The best part, it works with Elementor, Beaver Builder and the WordPress block editor. You can check it out and get a free easy demo at absplittest.com. And we do thank our sponsors for helping us to put on the WP Builds podcast. It really, really does help. Okay, let's get on with the news for this week, shall we? Each and every week we divide our news up into different sections and the first section is always WordPress core and we certainly do have a lot for you this week. There is WordPress 5.5 beta 1 which is being announced on the WordPress.org website. This is obviously beta software and if you're interested in testing the bleeding edge of versions then go and check this post out. Click on the link in the show notes and you will find a whole ton of things. We're about five weeks away from 5.5 actually officially rolling out so this is just to kind of iron out all the kinks. Don't use these beta versions for your production websites please these are probably got problems in them and the purpose of beta testing is to find those problems and make them go away there's a whole ton of things that have been added especially around Gutenberg and if you've been listening to this news each week you'll have heard them come up each week we've got inline editing of images block patterns device previews end block overwhelm discover install and insert third party blocks and a whole ton more and that's just inside of Gutenberg but we've also got the intro production of XML sitemaps into core, auto-updates for plugins and themes, lazy loading of images, and really a whole ton more, especially around accessibility. So there is an awful lot to possibly go wrong, I suppose. So if you want to help the WordPress project out, go and check out the post, which is linked in the show notes, and maybe you could lend your support and make sure it's a smooth transition over to WordPress 5.5. This next piece, very much related to what we've just been talking about, a piece by Sarah Gooding over on WordPress Tavern entitled New Block-Based Navigation and Widget Screens, Sideline for WordPress 5.5. So this is just to say that a feature which was hopefully going to be added in WordPress 5.5 has not been added, but as we've just heard, there's a ton more going in. There was a problem in that really it seems like the experimental nature of it kind of stalled um, and the development didn't go as planned. So hopefully it'll be in 5.6. Click on the link in the show notes to find out more. This next one is the final piece in our core section. It is again on WordPress Tavern, Justin Tadlock with a piece entitled Gutenberg 8.5 adds single gallery image editing, allows image uploads from external sources and improves drag and drop. So hopefully you'll be able to get your hands on these features really soon. This is a nice one. The first one is you can upload external images. That is to say that if you were to copy and paste a URL for an image previously, that image would remain on the the website or the hosting environment that you've taken it from. So if they removed it, you would face a sort of blank area on your website. Now what you can do is you can paste in a URL and then click a little upload external image button and it will then go and upload it into your media library. So in effect, it's there permanently for you no matter what the external site do with it so that's quite a nice feature you have to actually click the button there is no man it's completely manual i should say there's no automatic process of doing that There's also been some improvements to the drag and drop capabilities. It's been improved. The editor now allows dragging and dropping multi-block sections and so on. However, Justin in in this piece does make the point that it would be nice to have some kind of visual cue that you were dragging um, because at the minute you get a hand icon which isn't entirely in keeping with dragging things around. Perhaps a little crosshair or something like that with arrows on it might be a little bit more obvious. You can also edit single galleries images. Again, he likes this feature. He's most excited about this one of all the things coming around this time, but he does think that there are a couple of problems. In other words, backing out of image edits is a little bit difficult because the X icon, which you would imagine would just sort of cancel what you're doing, is in fact removing that image from the gallery, and he's recommending a dustbin is added as an icon instead. So a little few little tweaks there. And also there's the reusable blocks tab. So now when you search for a block, you're going to have the capability with a tabbed interface to just search for blocks, search for block patterns and search for anything which you've decided ought to be reusable. So essentially it surfaces in the UI much more clearly one of the three options. So as I say blocks, patterns and reusable. It's going to be very, very, very useful in the future having those there because I know for one I reuse blocks all the time. Moving swiftly on, we've got our community section. And the first one is literally a screenshot. I took a screenshot of something which I saw the other day in a WordPress install. And it is a duplicate post, kind of almost like an advert. And it very much seems to come from Yoast in that they've just recently acquired duplicate posts. And it's now called Yoast duplicate post. And so the reason I've posted this image, which is a screenshot of the inverted commas ad, is because it seems only six months ago or so that we had this controversy where Yoast put in an ad in in our WP admin area, and they were very quick to, to sort of wind this back and say, I'm sorry, this should not have happened. And although this isn't really an ad, it is actually asking for an email address. It was asking you to subscribe to updates it does feel like they're straying into this territory again. So essentially, I'm just starting a conversation here. I did start the same conversation in our Facebook group, and we had a lot of people primarily, I think it's fair to say, saying that this was not a good development. What if every plugin took the approach that they could use up a sizable proportion of the real estate in the admin area? Then we we would be completely unable to use the admin area because we'd have I don't know, three, four, five, eight different adverts, all vying for attention at the top, which we'd have to dismiss. And obviously, this is a a little bit interesting because of the fact that they did walk back last time and apologise for putting an ad in. And like I say, trying to start a debate, what do you think? I feel like I've mentioned this before, but it came to my attention again this week. This is a thing called 93digital.co.uk history-of-wordpress. And it's just a lovely visual representation of what WordPress looks like over the years. So you can go right back to version 1.0 and look look at the super minimal interface. And obviously you can go right up, you click a button and it shows you what the admin interface looks like and what a default Hello World post would look like in all of the versions. It's just a really lovely way back in time to see what it was like and uh, it's just a bit of fun but nice that somebody bothered to put this together and I for one have been clicking around getting a bit nostalgic. This next piece is just about as community as it comes. Justin Tadlock again on WordPress Tavern. A piece entitled WordCamp Attendance Badges could be a good thing but that's the wrong discussion. He's talking about the fact that a recent resurgence of a meta ticket, which is two years old, um, has brought to the attention again the idea of earning badges. Now, I have to confess, this is not something I've strayed into too much, so I don't really know about how the badges are awarded at the moment. But the 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 whole point of it was should we start awarding participation badges for people who do things like attend WordCamps? And Justin in this piece talks about the fact that he entered a kind of writing, competition is the wrong word, but he entered a a writing uh, process last year where he had to finish 50,000 words in a one-month period, and and that system, the National Novel Writing Month, or Nano Remo, I think it's pronounced, encourages you to write, and they have a gamified badge system. And he's saying maybe this is the way that we should go, instead of just issuing them in the way that they are at the moment, or talking about issuing them for attendance, maybe We should kind of gamify it. Have things like get to the first WordCamp, get a badge. Do four more, so five in total, get a badge. What if you attend one in multiple continents? Maybe there should be a badge for that. In other words, we're trying to we're trying to pull the community forward, push the people who are kind of erring on the side of not doing things to do things. And I just think it's a really nice conversation. Elicited quite a few comments. Lots of people agreeing the discussion should be open. So please go to that post and air your voices. I think this next one's really interesting. It's a piece entitled Experimental Stackable WordPress Mode and it's on the anchor.host website. And the idea here is something really really unique. So we've got standalone WordPress installs, and we've got multi-site WordPress installs. And so the guy that wrote this article, Austin Ginder, I presume is the way to pronounce it, has decided maybe we should have something in between, something that's not quite a standalone install, but is not quite a multi-site install. In other words, a normal version of WordPress, which can host multiple sites. Now, he goes into explaining why you might like to do this as also the, the, the downside. Sides of doing it, and also how he's managed to do it so far. It looks like he's in the process of creating a plugin, stackablewp.com, and I can't go into all of the stuff because it's simply a load of screenshots of code that you've got to sort of jump through, and things that you need to do um, with databases and so on and so forth. But just really interesting. Please, please take this with a grain of salt. It's Clearly not ready for production yet, and it may be that you need a more expensive host if you suddenly decide, oh, my one site could be 12 sites. You might not be able to manage that. But uh, yeah, it's certainly a new and thoroughly interesting development. Again, something quite innovative, but apparently has been on the cars for a very long time, Justin Tadlock, WordPress Tavern again. After 11 years, users will be able to update themes and plugins via a zip file. Apparently this has been requested more than 11 years ago. The idea being that you would be able to, instead of clicking an update button, you would be able to just bring along a zip file of the updated, let's say, plugin or theme, and you'll be able to upload that in the process that looks exactly like the process when you initially install a plugin. So you drag in the, the zip file or upload the zip file, Uh, but instead of uploading a new thing, you're actually simply updating uh, an older thing. And this might be really useful, for example, if you don't have access to, uh, let's say, FTP or SFTP or something like that. It's obviously a bit of an edge case. I'm not sure since we've got one-click updates whether this is gonna be tremendously useful to a lot of people. But Justin makes the point that there's quite a lot of third-party plugins that have got many, many, many installs. So maybe this is actually something. I can certainly see a time when it might be useful, But um, anyway, it's now going to be possible. This next one is just a really interesting and uplifting story. It's over on the Lifter LMS website. It's entitled Balloon Artist Ziv Raviv used lifter lms to build a 277k a year business in a micro niche it's just lovely so this guy ziv has a balloon business and that is to say he makes things out of tiny little balloons so there's images for example of all sorts of things that he's created including dresses and pictures of like human beings fashioned out of balloons but he's used lifter lms to to create this well extraordinarily profitable business he's in such a tiny niche. And so the the idea of this article really is to paint a picture of what he did, how he did it, and perhaps, maybe, that's something that you might replicate. But lovely that WordPress was involved in this extraordinary journey. All right, let's move on to plugins, themes and blocks. And I've got four things for you today. The first one is over on the OxygenBuilder.com website. It's all about the fact that Oxygen has updated to 3.4. And there are three highlighted releases here. The first one is to say that they've introduced a proper undo redo. Previously in Oxygen, if you made two amendments, you could only undo one of them. So you could undo the, the last thing that you did. Beyond that, you were out of luck. Now they've got the option in the UI to undo basically everything, so long as you're in the same session, or you don't clear out the, the undo redo history, which is a possibility. You can get rid of it. But now, yeah, you can do an infinite mount basically, so long as you're in the same session. They've also introduced the option to add a ton of shape dividers. You can actually use, I think it's 30 or more that are included with Oxygen, or you can download ones from third-party services and upload those, and you can change things like the Z-index so that you can push things forward forwards and backwards. And they've also got a whole new design set as well. They're calling them new design sets. And there are, I think, three of them. There's one called Fancy Freelancer, one called Proteus, and one called Wedding. And the idea is that these are kind of made-for-you design libraries so that you can just put together a consistent website without having to think too hard. The next one is over on, well, it's GitHub, but it's all about Elementor 3.0. have make they They're making a really, really big release. It sounds like it was, well, April in 2018 that Elementor 2.0 came about. So this is a really big one. And it's all about the design system. It feels like Elementor 3.0 is all about getting teams to be able to work on a consistent desi- design. For example, they're going to have global colors, global typography, global settings, including site identity, lightbox settings and and so on and a site editor and this is the github version so in other words they want beta testers to hammer this to see if it's okay they're at version one of this and they're going to release another version in a few weeks time but there's an absolute boatload of information about what this release uh, includes and how they want you to go about testing what flow they want you to go through and so on but some very exciting developments for teams of uh, people using elementor that's for sure so go and check out the link in the show notes and you'll be able to sign up for the the beta of that and we've also got something. This is on YouTube. It's Body Boss. They had a lifetime deal, and so I feel maybe some people jumped on board. And it's their showcase. It's a video showcasing what's happened during the last month. They've got a Zoom tutorial. You can now link up Zoom to your Body Boss uh, install. There's also information about Body Boss Pr- Platform Pro. They they stopped their lifetime deal, but they're keen to say we might do something like that again. And so they've got a registration form if you want to sign 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 up for that. They've got Groundhog integration. Uh, They've got GameyPress Body Boss integration as well. So that's all highlighted in that one video. It's about five minutes long, so it's, it's pretty easy to consume if you're a Body Boss user. And the last one, Gravity Forms, Mentioned recently that they've taken a quite an aggressive approach recently. I f- I feel it's possibly to do with the competition, maybe not. But um, they're going to be launching 2.5, which is a big update, and they want um, well, they want people to test the beta a bit like Elementor. So you can install that from now on. They're making big improvements to accessibility. They've got a new form editor which really looks very slick indeed. It looks exactly as you would expect a modern UI of a plugin. In fact, in many ways, it it feels almost like It feels almost like Gutenberg, but everything's over on the right-hand side, including all the bits and pieces that you drag in. But it's certainly a a great improvement. They've got new form markup and styles and a whole bunch of other things. So, for example, they've got a new settings API, added security enhancements, and new, new conditional logic options as well. So, again, as I said, click on the link in the show notes and you'll be able to figure out how to become a beta tester. Deals for this week, as I do every week, I include the link to the WPBuilds.com deals page, as well as a link to sign up to get emails about deals delivered into your inbox. I've signed up to just about every list on the planet, and uh, so whenever I see a list um, sending me something about a a WordPress deal, I tend to send an email out. They're very, very short and concise. We have a few deals carrying over from previous weeks, but there are there is at least one new one. Queebly Blocks, which was on a lifetime deal in November last year for Black Friday. They've got a new lifetime deal. It's a suite of Blocks that you have possibly heard about. it looks, I, I really like the look of it, in all honesty. It seems to be one of the, the leading contenders in the Blocks suite space. Click on the link in the show notes. It's $49 for life, and you can take it and stack it beyond there. There's also 25% off Ocean WP. Crello, an image editing tool, which I have personally used and I can highly recommend is there. You can get 50% off James Rose's Zapier Mastery course, Breezy, 15% off with the code WPBuilds15, continually a live chat widget, quotas for creating proposals, and Happy Forms, which is a lifetime deal on a forms plugin. Click on the link in the show notes. We have a security section, but it's always a fairly light touch. But it is to say that WordFence have got two pieces this week. One to say if you've got an install of King Composer, you might want to go and check that out and get it updated because 100,000 sites need to be patched because there is an XSS floor. So this was discovered this week, and you can find about that by clicking on the link in the show notes. They have another one as well. It says critical vulnerabilities patched in Adning advertising plugin. I confess I've not heard about this, but apparently 8,000 people have installed it. So go and check that out because we don't like the words critical and vulnerabilities combined. And the third one in the security section is just the usual usual iThemes piece which they use, well they create at least twice a month and show us a list of all the things that they've come across. So just click on the link and just scroll through. Do you know that plugin? Do you know that one? And if so, click on some more detail and find out what's gone on. The blatantly promotional WP Builds bit. The first piece that I've got is to say that I released a podcast episode number 187. It was with Sebastian van der Lans, and we were talking about his project WordProof. Now, this is really interesting because it's a a plugin which allows you to verifiably prove that certain things happened and that you created things on a certain date, or at least that it hasn't changed since a certain date. He uses blockchain technology, and clearly this is all the rage because the European Commission have given them granted them a million euros to take this project forward. So there's a link in the show notes to the podcast episode, but also under the word this, there's also a link to a WP Tavern article about the exact same thing. But go and listen to go and listen to our version because it's audio and you can listen to it whilst driving. Also, to say that we did part four of the 0-10k to installs, me and Sabrina Zydan. I mentioned it at the top of the show. I've linked here to the YouTube playlist, which has all of the episodes so far. We'll be doing part five this week, 2pm UK time. So anyway, this is parts one, two, three and four, all in one handy little playlist. Jobs for you this week, I've managed to find one, two, three, four, five, well, five different companies, but there's several different jobs. So iThemes, Liquid Web are looking for a software development engineer and a WordPress technician. Whole Grain Digital are looking for a WordPress developer. Gravity Forms want a senior developer. In fact, they want multiple senior developers, possibly in line with their, their update that we were talking about earlier. WordFence need a senior PHP developer and Human Made need a senior sales manager. So if any of those sound like they could be for you, make sure to click on the link in the show notes and you'll travel through to their their process to get you updated. That's all the WordPress news that I've got for you this week. But don't go away. I've got the tiny little bit at the end. Usually I have three or four pieces, but this week I've only got one. It's our Not WordPress but Useful anyway. This is for... Linux and Raspberry Pi buffs. It is to say that, well, it's on the Raspberry Pi blog. The article is entitled, Website Hosting on Raspberry Pi 4 with Mythic Beasts. And it's exactly this. How do you set up some hosting with Raspberry Pi? Is it even possible? Could you host a, a website? Can it be done with WordPress? I don't know. It doesn't really go into that, but it's all about the fact that they decided to put the Raspberry Pi website itself onto a little cluster of 14, I think it was 18 in total, Raspberry Pi all joined together. There's lots of lots of incredibly nerdy pictures of wires and cables and Raspberry Pies all joined together. And uh, it's just lovely, just the idea that this is even possible. A $30 piece of kit could possibly serve up a website. Well, if you've got the traffic that they do, which is considerable, you'll probably need more than one. But amazing that it would even be possible to serve up a website. Okay, that's all the news I've got for you this week. I hope that you found it useful. Please, I'm asking you very sincerely, please spread the word about this, even if it's just to your friends and colleagues. If you send out an email to somebody, tweet about it just to say this happens each and every week, we'd be most grateful. Very, very grateful indeed. The WP Builds Weekly WordPress News was brought to you by Kinsta. Kinsta takes managed WordPress hosting to the next level. Powered by the Google Cloud platform, your site is secured like Fort Knox and runs on speed-obsessive architecture. You get access to the latest software and developer tools, such as PHP 7, SSH, and staging environments. And the best part? Their expert team of WordPress engineers are available 24-7 if you need help. Try a demo for free, 60 days you'll get, at kinsta.com. And A-B split test. Do you want to set up your A-B split test in record time? The new A-B split test plugin for WordPress will have you up and running in a couple of minutes. Use your existing pages and test anything against anything else. Could be buttons, images, headers, rows, anything. The best part, it works with Elementor, Beaver Builder and the WordPress block editor. So check it out and get a free demo at absplittest.com. Okay, like I said, we'll be back this time next week for a new news episode. We'll be back every Thursday for a podcast episode every Monday at 2 p.m. UK time at forward slash live that will, you know, this week you'll find us with some notable WordPress people. I mentioned them at the beginning talking about the WordPress weekly news. And Tuesday, same URL forward slash live for Sabrina Zidane and I talking about trying to get our plugins noticed. Well, have a good week. Hopefully we'll see you at some point. Bye-bye for now.